0: Hey, 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 folks, and welcome to another episode of Fascination Street with myself, Jimmy Pearson, and my other presenter, Mika Pearson.
1: Hey, guys.
0: Fascination Street is brought to you in association with PMGgoods.com, cosmic clothing for our community by a member of our community. Not only do they do Mika's signature range, but they also have a great new range of shirts for the casual to harden ufologist. Or, if you just want to look good, they've got some really nice stuff, in not they? Really, really, although I did get um, a tweet this morning, a private message from PMG, and uh, they did say that at the moment Mika's hat is out of stock. So,
1: <gasps> oh my god!
0: Indeed, oh my god! Right, <laughs> so Mika, how's things been with you?
1: Um, everything's been go- doing good.
0: Yeah, how did the tests go last week? All right?
1: They did totally fine.
0: Yeah, and what's been rocking your world this week? Anything?
1: Lemon. Mans. Lemon. Mans? Lemon. Mans lemon it's called lemon
0: it sounds like lemon
1: no it's produ- produced lemon
0: no it looks like it is spelled l-e space m-a-n so really it's Lee man's no, it's lemon. bored <laughs> right okay so don't stop looking at me like that so Mika's alien hat is out of stock at the moment with PMG goods no. and and talking of aliens We've had a very, very weird situation going on with our broadcasting at the moment. Now, first of all, we had gremlins in our software. So, as any normal person would, I looked through all the settings, everything seemed fine. Tried recording again, got this real mmm in the background while we're both talking. It was really weird, weren't it?
1: And you know what I said? What? It's aliens
0: aliens. Yeah. So, uninstalled the software, reinstalled the software, looked at all the settings again. It was exactly the same as before. Mm. And we've done, we done how many takes of the show last night? Three takes?
1: Three or four.
0: So then we changed to a new set of headphones with a microphone. Mm. And it was absolutely baking my noodle. I could not think of what to do, how to do it, and if I'm honest with you, there were a fair few mummy and daddy words thrown about, right? Yeah. But not in front of you, were they? Because I'm a good parent. I don't swear in front of my child.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Good boy. Well done. I'll give you a five pound later. <laughs> so, I don't know what's happened, but we've come up the se- uh, come upstairs this evening, and we've done a sound check. And everything seems to be going fine. We don't have anything in the background, nothing. So, yeah, it's really bizarre. And we've had this show planned out now since last week. But we have not been able to get it out because of this very, 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 very naughty problem. So, we're going to try the best, aren't we? And if there is a little bit of a mmm in the background when you hear this... Please get back to us, because it is really annoying, it's really frustrating, and I haven't got a clue what it is. Do you? Aliens. Thank you for your input. Right, (laughs) so, first bit of news on this week's show. People will finally get a chance to check out the historic UFO crash site in Roswell this summer. For the first time in over 70 years, the site will be open to the public, and the inaugural UFO 1947 tour event will run in conjunction with the Roswell UFO Festival this July.
1: Ooh, that sounds interesting. Right? Yeah.
0: Roswell, open, first time.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, that is one hot ticket right there, right? (laughs) Yeah. I wonder how many tickets they're doing. Oh, gosh. I think they're doing loads. Because, I mean, I know for a fact there's lots of people that would want to go to, I mean... I'm not even in America and I'd like to go. What about you? Well,
1: that would take a seven-hour flight at least. Wow. Or, if I'm correct, a ten.
0: You know too much.
1: Are you trying to mind-control me like them Jedis?
0: Mm, Can you feel the power? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, you think about it. I mean, that's that's, that's a big ticket. I mean, Roswell is kind of like... It's the place, isn't it? Where, like, everything... All interest and everything, and everything kind of really started. So, I think if there was ever a church or cathedral to ufology ever being built, it should be built on that very site because it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Do you think there might still be anything left there?
1: Well, yes. I definitely think. Like, obviously, there's going to be a little piece of metal. Do
0: you think probably over the years, you know, some people haven't kind of snuck out there with like metal detectors and gone over it and seen if they could? Can...
1: I definitely think they have.
0: But because you still think there might still be little bits there?
1: Think about it.
0: I'm thinking. You
1: see the UFO, yep. yeah? Yep. And then it adopts you, it takes you, does all of that, right? Yep. Then it puts you back on Earth. Yep. And then the next day, you finally visualise all the things and you get headaches from it, don't you? I don't know.
0: I've never experienced so. I'm, I'm only going on what we've um, seen and heard on TV and stuff.
1: Yeah, but you can get headaches okay. from it. So, like, you see what happened, and um, you can finally um, go out there. So, you could take your meta deten- detectors.
0: So, do you think that if any experiences, like, go there? they might develop like some kind of weird because of obviously it being Roswell and the place where everything kind of all start. do you think that maybe if you're an experiencer you might have some kind of like images going through your head
1: mm, yes, you think so because, um, sorry to take the show a bit far no but, no no, go for um, it, I'm, I'm rolling with it every time you go to a place that a UFO has been for example Roswell and you go there, and there's no UFO round. Mm-hmm. And on that,
0: <coughs>
1: oh. on that very um, button. um spot, you get a visualise, and you have to close your eyes when you really don't want to, but you have to. So
0: do you think it's like a movie that kind of plays like yeah. inside your head while?
1: Because they can track yeah where you are, and then um like people of Earth. Um, like Jeff.
0: We'll go into that later on. Yeah.
1: and um, he was keeping on pressing buttons, didn't he? So,
0: do you do you think, right? If that's if that's the case, do you think that if, like you say, like Roswell, something like that, if there's been something special that's happened at one of those places, maybe even like Rendlesham, right? Yes. Do you think that if something's happened there once, they'll always keep an eye on that one area?
1: Yes, definitely. Mm. I definitely think so.
0: That's interesting.
1: Like, obviously, they're gonna have a lot of police around, you know, because like,
0: will it be police or will it be sort of like special agencies? Do you think? Do you think police, like around these areas, have their own kind of version of the camo dudes?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so.
0: And you think they stake out like these areas? Mm.
1: You can also have undercover um, FBI, like Scully and Mulder they're kind of undercover but um like i definitely think that's going to be a security job
0: All right, okay so just to recap on that one uh roswell uh, crash site will be open for the first time in 70 years to the general public this Ooh. july at the roswell ufo festival lovely indeed right so now the 7th of june Uh, NASA reported that the Curiosity rover had found organic matter preserved on Mars, suggesting Mars had been more alive than we ever knew. Now, all I've thought about since reading that article was the phrase, the fantastic discovery still does not tell us whether Mars was once home to alien life or whether it still could be. Yes, definitely becoming a pro with this cough button right now. Right, so... Where was I? Um, Yeah. So, the phrase, the fantastic discovery still does not tell us whether Mars was once home to alien life or whether it still could be. And I still can't get that out of my head. What do you think, Mika?
1: Well, I think there was definitely people or some object living there. Yeah. And they could have had, um, like, hotels or motels. They could have had a cup of coffees. Right. And um, they could have had a cup of tea.
0: I mean, bearing in mind that... Well, well the rover's only been up there. I mean, it's only done, but probably a maximum of, like, 12 miles now. And, that is rubbish. And that's what I mean. So they haven't been, like, over the other side yet. And, no. I mean, what if they get over the other side and then, you know, they find, like, you know, vacation parks with big swimming pools and... Yeah. You know, little alien dudes with, like, armbands and beach balls. But...
1: And, That's a problem because remember on Jimmy's show where they have they found that alien or type of alien base and then as soon as they got down to pretty much that length it all closed off and what happens if that rover exactly the same does all of that it loses signal it cannot move all it can do oh, is keep on going I'm forward. Oh, I'm with you.
0: When, in Jamie, uh, in uh, Jimmy's uh, Breaking Mysterious, when they go and uh, check out the underwater base. Yes. And they send down uh, the rover and it's... Well, yeah, um, that's the one. I mean, do we know? Or could it be a thing? Maybe they get too close to something and then all of a sudden NASA cut the feed yes. and oh, all we have a problem. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult one, that, isn't it? Because when you mm. think...
1: It's cool and interesting, but it's also very scary when it does
0: that. Well, you didn't see this last night, but when you went to bed, I sat and watched uh, the secure team uh, video from yesterday. Right. And there is a picture of uh, an anomaly just right. in front of the rover itself. And it's taken, they've got a couple of pictures from a couple of different directions. And you quite clearly see there's an anomaly, but it's kind of etched out. But then there's an overhead shot, and where this anomaly is meant to be, it actually has looks like it has a shadow.
1: That's so, scary.
0: So, obviously, it's something with a bit of depth and a bit of height, otherwise, it wouldn't cast a shadow. And I mean, there's been lots and lots and lots of different things they think they've seen on Mars. I mean, some of it is probably. You know, tricks of mind and yeah. You know, you got like the thing I don't know if you remember the thing that I showed you It was stuck to the wall And that was, I think it was called the Mars Crab And then you've got the Mars Rabbit Cough button again Right, cool So, that was reported on the 7th of June Now, fast forward a week to the 14th of June And there was a story that was published in the UK newspaper The Express And the title was Alien Life, NASA Discovery, Underestimated, Ceres Finds Blocks of Life NASA's uh, discovery of organic compounds on the dwarf planet Ceres uh, may have been severely underestimated, according to scientists researching stars for the signs of life. Dr. Hannah Kaplan said, We estimate that as much as 40-50% to of the spectral signal we see on Ceres is explained by organics. Which is a huge difference compared to the 6 to 10% previously reported based on terrestrial organic compounds. That's quite a bit of a mistake, isn't it?
1: That is a really big mistake.
0: (coughs) I mean, you're right there. Yeah. Do I need to hit the cough button again?
1: No, I'm totally fine.
0: Fantastic. So let's put it out this way then. So we've got. A week, a week later, right? Okay, from that phrase, you know, whether it was still home to alien life, whether it still could be home to alien, and then went now somewhere else where they've done a scan but picked up some kind of organics before, but then realised it's more than it sh- it was originally. So, do you, do you think that they could have made some serious boo boos in the past on other things that they found?
1: Yes, definitely a yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not just sort of like a little bit of a boo-boo, is it?
1: No, it's definitely a big boo-boo.
0: Just think they've dropped the ball on that one?
1: Yes, definitely, Daddy, I think so.
0: Is there anything else you want to elaborate on with that, or is mm. that you, Mike Drop? Mike Drop. Okay, right. Wow, you're making me work hard today, Moo. Oh, really? So... June the 11th, Collective Evolution have done a story called Did Neil Armstrong and his crew encounter ETs on the moon?
1: That's all... You know, that's an easy question. Yes.
0: Well, the thing is, is... You and I have both seen and read and heard the Apollo 11 transcripts and I cannot even begin to wonder why there's even a shred of doubt um, you know, evidence suggests that Neil Armstrong and other members of the Apollo eleven mission encountered other spacecraft on the moon. They claim they were being watched um by very large ET vehicles. I mean the bit where it's sort of like, oh they're on the crater. Oh, they're looking over do you know mm-hmm. I mean Yeah. It's not the normal type of thing.
1: No, not at all.
0: Cough button again. Yeah, so you know, I mean, I can't understand how how they can't take it as, as clear that, you know, something happened. I mean, it's written down, they spoke to NASA, it's out there, right?
1: Yes, definitely. I
0: mm-hmm. mean, is there any other way they could have made it any more clear?
1: Um, They could have seen a grey with a pair of binoculars, and there might be a couple of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we, we've seen this over on the hill there. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a couple of greys, and they've got binoculars, yeah. and they're waving at us, and... Say
1: hi, guys.
0: That you know, making hand signals and laughing at our flag or something like that.
1: Can you please come over here? We want a drink.
0: Yeah, let's be friends. Do you know how to play frisbee? Right. So, I mean, the the reality of like ETs out there is abundantly clear. I mean, there's so much evidence, declassified documents, and whistleblowers. I mean, why do you think this has been kept so secret from us, Mika
1: Maybe because so everyone don't freak out. That might be why.
0: Yeah, or, you know, I don't know, because, I mean, when they released the To The Stars videos in December, I mean, everyone was like, hmm, that's cool. No one one really freaked out, did they?
1: No, but as you get deeper and deeper, they will start to freak out.
0: So I mean, what what do you think would happen if the world knew? Do you think everyone would just like totally lose it, or do you think everyone would be totally cool with it?
1: Everyone would be totally cool with it because they finally know that we're not the only one in this universe.
0: Is it that or is it the fact that because we're we're humans and we're 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 quite inquisitive, we like to know the truth over everything. Yes. You think everyone would be quite happy because finally, you know, mm. we know the truth.
1: The Prime Minister will definitely not hide a secret from us. Well, I dunno. Well it depends what you're it a, is.
0: You're you're probably a little bit too young to kind of understand that and we don't we, we kind of sidestep politics, don't we? We don't really like to get involved. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's quite an interesting story that one. I I mean, to go through it and see where where it went, and yeah, it was weird because I mean, it's there, it's out there. That it
1: definitely is, and there. then
0: you've also got other astronauts as well that have yeah. said they've seen things, and then you've got other pictures as well. Going back again to Ken Johnston, I mean, pictures that he'd taken or seen that NASA had taken, and he'd like to color things out. Anyway, let's not get hung up on that too much, yeah. Let's get on to the fun part of the show now,
1: yes, the funnest part of all
0: last week. We discovered a fantastic show, which you can't really get in the UK. And that show is called?
1: People of Earth.
0: People of Earth, that's right. And it's got to be said, it's brilliant, isn't it? And if you haven't seen People of Earth, um, it's basically a comedy about um, an alien abductee support group and it revolves around a journalist's investigation of the members' uh, supposed ET experiences. Now, as the seasoned journalist Ozzy delves further into the oddball claims made by members of Starcrossed, his initial scepticism begins to turn when he hears the stories firsthand and realises that he may have a story to tell too. Though Ozzy struggles with the notion that life could exist beyond our world, star-crossed leader Gina Morrison tries to get him to accept his possible otherworldly experience. What can we say about this? I mean, we can't we can't give too much away because if no one's seen it, we don't want to spoil anything for them, do we?
1: Well, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to say anything because I've um. Watched a little bit ahead of you, and I, I don't want to say anything. Well,
0: we watched we watched the first episode together, didn't we? Yeah. Season season one, episode one, Completely, and we can stop watching it, could we? No. We we went through it, all ten episodes of the first so season. It was so addictive, weren't it? Shall we uh, Shall we let people know a little bit about the people involved in it?
1: Yes.
0: Right. So, Starcrossed Starcrossed is um is a support group for E.T. experiences.
1: It's really cool.
0: It's really good. So you have got Gina, and she's she's kind of she's the therapist. She is the head. she's the one that got everything all together.
1: That's what I was about to say.
0: Do you want to say it? Then?
1: No, you've already said it.
0: Well, sorry, you can say it because if you wanted to say, it, I'm not going to stop you from saying it.
1: Hey, I'm I'm a spoiler.
0: Okay, <laughs> right. Okay, so then you've got. Kelly she's kind of a young young lady uh she's her job is she's a temp at a funeral home you have chelsea she's a well to do lady she's a homemaker um ennis he's a farmer and he's he's ennis he's uh he's a bit bizarre you've got margaret she is adorable she's one an older lady who's had an experience and she lives in a retirement home and no, I'm not going to go into it because it's just brilliant. Um, you have Yvonne. Uh, she's a mail carrier. Richard, he's a local business owner, but he, uh, he, he, he says that he's the COE of a technical company and they make Terminators. Now, what he means by Terminators are the little clips at the end of the Ethernet cables. They're called Terminators.
1: I find them very funny
0: he's he's a very very funny guy and he's yeah. been convinced that his wife um has been abducted they had, they had an experience she's been abducted and she's been taken away you'll soon find the truth about halfway through season 1 and it's um it left a big big smile on my face now you get then to my favorite character jerry he is just a big lovable oaf in every way and he? he's just there's something very funny there's something so endearing about this guy that if ever you met him you just want to either give him a big hug or just sit and talk to him for hours because he's just
1: are we on to the um alien ones now i'm just,
0: I'm just about to get to that bit i'm just about to get oh, to yeah, that bit. i'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about going... my favorite
1: we go into them
0: absolutely you gotta stir the coffee before you can drink it
1: yeah but the alien bit
0: is. So, Jerry, uh, he's a toll booth attendant and he's really passionate about aliens. And his role within the group is. It's just brilliant. He's. I can't honestly. I fell in love with this guy straight away. He's just an awesome character. Now, as well as having those, you also have a ship, which is very, very central to the whole plot and everything that goes on. And on there, you have three different beings. You have your favourite? Jeff. Jeff. Now, Jeff is a grey. But not the kind of grey that you think with, you know, the normal shaped head and almond shape. It looks like Jeff has... A... A gentleman's bag on his head over the top with that kind of anywho moving on from that one then you've got don he's uh he's a white nordic isn't he yeah i
1: find him very funny as well
0: he is brilliant he's like an absolute clueless child he just kind of wanders into in everything and he has no concept of anything does he he's just he's great and then you have kurt the reptilian
1: yeah. I like one of his speech. I know my freaking job, Jeff.
0: Cut. Yeah. I know my freaking job, Jeff. I know my freaking job. And it's it's really difficult to talk about this because it's so good and we just don't want to give away any spoilers. So if any of you are able to get any copy of it or able to watch it if you have I mean, I'm not su- suggesting that, you know, internet TV boxes are very good, but if you happen to have one, chances are you'll find one on there. And it's called People of Earth. You have to see it just once because, honestly, I've not seen a program like it and I cannot... Sorry, we cannot rate it enough. Even Sarah joined us uh, the other day for our binge and she was totally fascinated by it. Right. Lastly, on to our last, last, last part of order for this, this week's uh, Fascination yeah. Street. It's a bit of a sad one for us because yeah. we are... Big, big music fans, aren't we? We love our music, and this bit of news involves uh, a guy in a band that is by far one of our favourites of all time, Blink One Eighty Two, and it's to it involves um, it involves the legendary Travis Barker.
1: I found this very upsetting as soon as Daddy told me.
0: Yes, um, and they they released a statement late last week, and it was uh, friends. Travis Barker is suffering from blood clots in both arms and unfortunately cannot perform until he is cleared to do so by his medical team. The situation is currently being closely monitored. Due to this situation, it is with great regret that Blink-182 Kings of the Weekend uh, Las Vegas residency dates this weekend must be rescheduled. And then there was another little bit at the bottom from Travis himself and it said... Drumming is my life and it kills me that I cannot perform for you guys this weekend. I hope to be back as soon as I can, Travis Barker. Um yes yeah, it's, it's sad and you know, I, after everything that Travis has been through, he survived the plane crashes and you know, now to go through this.
1: It's very upsetting. It is, and
0: we really genuinely hand on heart really wish travis all the best don't we because there's no drummer like him
1: i think he's at home now upset with himself thinking why am i here i'm supposed to be on stage
0: i know but bit just he a bit at home with his kids and his family he'll be with everyone that he loves and he'll be in the best place won't he
1: yeah
0: so do you want to wish travis a get well soon
1: um i'll wish you soon and i was um i would love to hear you back in action
0: fantastic So that wraps up another episode of Fascination Street brought to you in association with PMG Goods, cosmic clothing for our community, by a member of our community, for our community. So all that remains is to say goodbye from me.
1: And goodbye from me.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. See you soon.